Welcome to Down to Herf, the podcast for cigar smokers, whiskey drinkers, and for the people just looking to kick back, light up, and have a good time. I'm your host, Jerry, and I'm joined by, as always, my co-host, Gio and Caleb. Fellas, 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 how are we doing on this fucked up Friday? Caleb. You know what? Friday the 13th, Jason Voorhees, I'm ready for you, and I ain't scared, but I'm ready to smoke and drink. Speaking of monsters, uh, we got an exciting cigar. I don't know if Gio wants to go over that. Well, guys, today we are smoking the highly anticipated Face Redux, the number three in the Tatuaje Monster Series, and it wouldn't be down to herf if we didn't have someone from Tat themselves to talk about this. We got a very special interview coming up. Before we get into that interview, obviously this is very exciting, but uh, Caleb, what are we drinking tonight along with this scary monster? All right, look at this cool bottle. We have New Riff Balboa Rye Kentucky Straight Rye Whiskey. This is bottled in bond without chill filtration. This is out of Newport, Kentucky. So we have a 100 proofer, obviously bottled in bond. Um, it is a 95% heirloom Balboa Rye with 5% malted rye mash bill, aged for at least four years. Uh, this Balboa Rye is uh, pretty rare. It has been used a lot lately, but it's out of Indiana, made very popular in the 1940s. Uh, new Rift decided to bring it back for new production, and we are enjoying this tonight. Very good. You guys can't tell, but uh, took about half this bottle down. But very cool looking bottle. Great tasting bottle. Lots of spice. Uh, lots of fruit forward notes, and we definitely enjoyed it. So uh, hopefully you guys get to try this one. That being said, Gio. Guys, so I talked about our interview. We got a fun one. This is pre-recorded, obviously here, and. We got the one, the only, Tatlap Mo to talk the Monster Series in October. It's Tat Month, guys. You're going to enjoy this one. So let's get right into it. All right. I'm good to go. Gio, why don't you introduce our, our guest tonight, my friend? All right, guys. Tonight we are here with the one, the only, Tatlap Mo from Tatuaje. Uh, second time on the Herf. First time with good interview and audio. <laughs> there we go. Uh, we fucked up that last time, but we're going to bring uh, it back here. Fine. The audio was terrible. I, I, Man, what a what a shit show. Yeah. What a shit show. We were just well, rookies. Listen, I'll, I'll be up in your neighborhood in uh, two weeks. Unfortunately, Jerry and I will be out of town, so uh, really sad to miss out on that because it was fun oh, last man, year. Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah, we're going yeah, to the good. Bourbon Trail. Oh, very nice. That's yeah. something I'm looking to do as well uh, later this year. Oh, nice! Perfect. Uh, yeah, we. Um, this would be my. This will be my second time doing it. I did it last summer. So much fun. Mm -hmm. So much fun. Cool. Not enough time to do everything, though. It's impossible to do it. Yeah, in that's what I heard. I'd like you just. You need the time to actually do. I don't think everything. you could do it in a week. No, I think you'd need longer than that to actually visit and kind of recover every morning from the tastings and everything else. Because that's part of it. I mean, if you don't pace yourself right, it's I can't even imagine. Well, it's almost like a wine tasting if you think about it. You know how like mm -hmm. the guys go and they, they swish the wine around their mouths and then they spit it out mm -hmm. into the bucket. I'm not yeah, saying I do that. that, but who's doing that on the on, on the bourbon trail? Come on. Yeah, you don't you don't spit out your whiskey. You drink that thing. No. <laughs> yeah, you don't waste what are we, it. What are, what are, are we all smoking face tonight? Is that what I'm supposed to smoke? I mean, okay, I brought one. I brought one. I brought the uh, Jekyll as well, just in case, and I brought Fausto because you know it's Fausto Friday. It yeah. is. Oh. It is indeed. Yes. Uh, yes, it is a Fausto Friday. 
and uh, but and I will smoke the it's Friday the 13th. with you guys. It's also <laughs> Friday only, the 13th. It's also Friday the 13th. My Friday the 13th is going great. I just got to smoke the new NFT. Dope. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's a, I saw that yes. at the show, which uh, that thing is a cool-looking setup, man. Yeah, it's, it's an amazing, um, just the humidor, all the extras, all the real-world goods, I guess, is what they're referring yeah. to it as. Uh with everything so it's it's uh it's it's pretty unique i think it's different with the the lighter the cutter the ashtray the artwork everything else that goes along with it so yeah which one of the nfts did you uh did you have of because they were all a little different right yeah the cigars are all the same the sleeves on the boxes are going to be different if you look at my post that i just did yeah uh for tonight um my friend uh alex who is the manager at uh, Main Street Cigars in Woodbridge, New Jersey. Um, he was one of the purchasers, as well as another buddy of mine, Rob, uh, who owns a business in Woodbridge as well, Green Street um, Dumpsters. And uh, they each bought one, and they're you know kind of combining uh, their, their, their stock, and they're doing everything on a uh, – they have a website that they do, Unicorn Smokes, and they also have an Instagram handle. So if you want, just go look about look, – look that stuff on my uh I, on my post you'll see it on there i don't want to say how but i actually know rob mm-hmm. i just met him yesterday yeah 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 rob's a great guy rob, yeah rob really kind, really nice kind of gave me a little made... tour of the uh anarchy humidor and mm-hmm. um solid solid dude yeah 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 i know why i i, I got it <laughs> yeah i know why. uh yeah, there's yeah, a chance i might today. get a uh, there's a chance i might get to smoke one of those so i'm yes. i'm i'm well, hoping so tonight yeah alex just got back from florida from picking up his uh his boxes and he had a, he had both so we looked at both we looked at the sleeves on both um it's amazing technology like you just scan on the box you just put your phone by the box it takes you to the website you can get to the app uh it's it's a whole thing and then um one of the things and alex was just super generous and uh gifted me this tonight um just before because i told him i was coming on uh your, your podcast tonight and um so this is the challenge coin nice that they're going to have anybody that buys a box gets one of these challenge coins so hopefully you can see it yeah yeah the anarchy yeah and then the tatawahe with the anarchy so yeah that's that's yep cool challenge yeah that's the challenge coin so if you buy a box you get one of those and then it also gets you into like there's going to be some i guess events set up you know with uh uh, a Pete, you know, the other box purchasers and everything. So yeah, it should be, a. it's, it's, they're trying to make it something, um, uniquely different, I guess, you know, for, you know, for an, for, for an NFT, um, for a cigar, which is actually great. I, I feel like we're going to have to some point circle back to this, but, um, yeah. I definitely got a question or two about that because yeah. I know nothing yeah. about it. So, uh, mm. we could circle back now or if you guys care, well, I'll, no, whenever you want. Whenever, whenever. Well, listen, we're here to talk about the face. It's Friday the 13th. October is Tatuaje month. Yeah. You know, right. and hey, un- un- you just suck my words. Officially, yeah. unofficially slash officially, uh, we usually, uh, uh, October is our month. I know there's another cigar brand that has something to do with uh, uh, beer, and they're a great you know, company, and they do some great cigars. Actually, I was, uh, I did smoke the new cigar from that company, and uh, it's really, really good. I really enjoyed it. Well, I wanted to get into this bad boy. Smoke mm-hmm. in the face. You want to tell us a little right about here. it? 
So the original came out prior, uh, you know, whenever they started 20. So let's see. So the Jason was 13. So 2013, 14 would have been the the mummy. And then before, yeah, so early 2010s, somewhere around there. I don't have the exact date for you. Uh, Mexican Maduro, six and three eighths by 56. And um, just a great cigar. I, I smoked it already. I was going to uh, do a comparison between this one and I have one of the original left. Ooh. So biggest difference you see, obviously, this one has the band that was like on the Monster Mash. Um, and the original had that little actually piece of, of tobacco that was a lighter, might have been a lighter Habano. I don't know if it was a Connecticut or Habano. That I don't know um, off the top of my head. And, uh, you know, it was a smokable band. It was supposed to be obviously Leatherface. That's, mm. you know, from Texas Chainsaw <clears throat> Massacre. But uh, it's it's a heavy cigar. It feels like it's it's just well packed, oh, yeah. but it smokes really really well. You know, the first one I smoked uh, was right out of the, right out of the box when one of my retailers got it, and uh, it was just fantastic. Really really enjoyed it, and I'm digging everything Tuxla that we're doing Mexican Maduro. So I like it all. Whole series, uh, I mean, with the the Belanc, the uh, mm-hmm. the, the Avion, the T one ten, everything the seven. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm hoping there's going to be. I think he's he's doing another one next year to add to the uh, hopefully to the uh, portfolio of Tuxla uh, that's coming out. But we'll find out. I mean, that's always on. I, I always defer to Pete. Um, I can only say so much, and I only say so much yeah. because uh, even the Cerdo de Lomo was a Tuxla this year. Which one? Or the Lomo de Cerdo? Oh man, I yeah, Lomo de Cerdo. Yeah, yeah. That's tenderloin right. pork. That's the, uh, pork, pork, <laughs> pork tenderloin. Yeah, yeah. that's all right. But um, yep, cerdo de lomo, yes, pork, yeah, tenderloin pork, tenderloin pork, yeah, you know what I meant. Well, but, they say lomo is the tenderloin, and then de cerdo of pork because it's the way they would say it in Spanish. Hey, my man is cultured, mm-hmm. cultured man. Yeah, well, so I speak Spanish, though so, you know hey, it's not too bad. I appreciate you. Ya tu sabe. Ya tu sabe. Yeah. Ya tu but, sabe. Hablamo español aquí. Yo, yo hablo español con un acento cubano. As my friends tell me all the time. They said, you speak with a Cuban accent. I go, one of my best friends is Cuban. So you kind of pick up that accent. But, uh, yeah. So (laughs) Mm -hmm. S-O-C-K-S. There you go. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) I taught both of these guys that Motherfucker, that sucks. That ain't Spanish. (laughs) That's That's actually. No, that's Spanish. No, it's funny. (laughs) uh, So we have a funny story from like work. Mm -hmm. And I taught Jerry, like, the easiest Spanish phrase to remember, just spell socks. And there was a person that was getting, you know, transported Mm -hmm. and said, you don't even speak Spanish. And Jerry said that. And he's like, that's not Spanish. That's socks. You just spelled (laughs) socks, motherfucker. (laughs) He's screaming at me. I'm laughing. That shit was Like, I started dying laughing. I I got an extra punch for that one. Hey, no, no. What? What the fuck are you talking about, bro? (laughs) It's a comedy show. Yeah. That's that's comedic. (laughs) So, now, obviously it did add the uh, Monster Mash uh, band. Is there a specific reason that we know of why they weren't able to do that? Or is it just... I speculated it was the broadleaf shortage. No, I. you know, if anything, I would think it would just be just for ease of production. And also, to. I know that, like, with the last two, you know, that he changed up a little something. So that they couldn't be mistaken for the okay. originals. Okay. And I think I think that's where it comes from. I'm pretty sure Pete's talked about that. Just to kind of differentiate, you know, it's almost like the 
the year that we had the TAA and it was the 2014, but it was really 2017. Mm-hmm. But there was a little something different on the band. There was a little something on the, you know, that was printed. So you could tell that you weren't getting OG 2014 TAAs. You were getting 2017s. Yeah. Well, he did that with the uh, the Frank. Uh, the band doesn't say Halloween on it. He did that with uh, the Drac Redux, which the, the band, band is the not f- at the foot. Yeah. It's actually right. Just the band really- is not at the foot. Mm-hmm. And one of them was covered foot, which it wasn't a covered foot. So, you co- you know. So again, that differentiates it right there. And then our, uh, I think it may have been a Connecticut rapper that was on the original dra- or on the original face. Uh, great cigar, mm-hmm. actually just sold one. So we, s- we smoked yeah. one like last summer. Yeah, I right? just uh, my buddy just got, just bought one. So and you and me, we smoked a original face like last summer, right? Yeah, yeah, that was good. Yeah, it's a great cigar. Yeah, yeah. What a treat. Yep. I can't wait to try it again. I have it. It's been it's been a minute since I've actually smoked one. I'll be so honest. I have one left. There's guys out there that probably say it's dead, but that thing has a lot of flavor still. It's actually yeah, very I mean, good. Honestly, you know, does it have a little bit less? Possibly. Sure. Maybe it you mellowed know, out a little bit. I, if, but if unless you have that recall palate that can go, yeah, it's not like the original when I first smoked it. You know, and it's hard. It's hard to determine as long as some of the flavors are coming through, and it, for the most part, the experience of smoking it is good, and you enjoy it. I can't imagine why you know you would do that. Like the Franks are a little older, so yes, maybe, but I I think they're still fine. I mean, the last Frank I smoked was maybe two years ago. So yeah. I know the mummies are smoking well right now. The wolves are still smoking well, um, and then everything going forward. You know, it's they it's it's right in that sweet spot for me. You know, everybody says five to seven, you know, I'll, I'll push it maybe and I'll go five to 10, depending on what the wrapper is. And again, as you get near the end of the, the, the series, there's, there's less time in between. So you can kind of play around with when you want to smoke them. Like my friend was smoking Chuck and Tiff recently. And, uh, he said, they're smoking incredibly well. A friend of mine just cracked a, a Michael, um, today. And I said, I remember when the Michael came out, I said it was one of the best out-of-the-box monsters I've smoked, besides the Kruger. And the Kruger was like one that was great. The the uh, the Jason out-of-the-box was great. So, I noticed the band actually says Monster now mm-hmm. on these. Uh, that's kind of a cool touch. And I yeah. think on the yeah. back of the box, it says Monster Series now. Yes, it does. Yeah, Which is pretty cool. Though. Yeah. Yeah, now to... I know you've mentioned in the past that uh, whenever Pete does an LLE, it's kind of like a spinoff of something that is normally like a core line product here. For anyone mm-hmm. who doesn't get their hands on these because they're so limited and they're very sought mm-hmm. after, what would you recommend to our listeners to pick up that if they want to get a similar taste to the face? Obviously, there's a skinnies, but I'm talking, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, some of them we can tell right away. Obviously, there's... there's uh there's, you know, more correlations. I'll, I'll say from the wrapper side, because I can go, oh, okay, so if this was a Habano Maduro, I know it's a Fausto. If this was this, it's this. If it's a Criollo, it's more along the lines of a black label, which the mummy is, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. so like that. But um, um, on this one, I, you know what? I haven't, this is my second to smoke, and I didn't ever get so heavy into them when they were first out. So, just smoke something with Tuxla, you know, smoke something with Tuxla that it's kind of mid, you know, maybe even the Bon Chasseur, which I really enjoyed when it came out in Tuxla. 
I mean, if the little more strength, if if you pick up on a little bit more strength body on this, T110, Avion even, you know, but, uh, you know, to, to do a direct correlation is hard because I honestly don't know what the original was based on. And a lot of times they are spun off from other, uh, you know, even core lines are kind of the basis of it, you know, with obvious tweaks to it. A little twist. So this yeah, is yeah, always. This is my second one as well, Mo. I gotta mm-hmm. say, the first one I smoked, what a well-constructed mm-hmm. cigar, man. I, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I literally had to physically knock the ash off this thing because it yeah. does not fall. I don't know if you had a similar mm-hmm. smoking experience. S- similar, similar experience where I was barely touching it. Like, didn't touch it up. It I doesn't flake. My regular speed, no. Yeah, you no, guys, no, no, you no. guys sent me the picture when you guys first smoked it, and I was like, I can't believe how much that ash held up. And then I opened my box and I smoked one, and I was like, Yeah, this thing mm-hmm. is constructed perfectly so was the original well yeah i'm sure of that the The original original. was as well yeah yeah yeah. so mo you'll appreciate this caleb (laughs) bought his first cigar box ever and it was the face redux wow yeah yeah i'm not much of a box guy you know funds you know you (laughs) know money's fungible sometimes so you don't always get to spend it how you want i there you go Yes, the non-fungible token yes (laughs) (laughs) but um yes um the box is sweet too by the way yeah, no, the box is beautiful, and he's been hiding them now. You know, he showed the <laughs> Frank when we were at the show, but he didn't show. He did, we didn't know that there was another side to it. So now, I guess going forward, that's what it looks like. Is there's going to be, I'll say, right side, left side, for lack of any other kind of description. But with the face, it was which direction the um, the chainsaw was pointed. Sure. Oh, dope! I didn't know. So that. you had that, and yeah, so you had what? Yeah. So the dress box is the numbered box, and that depends on you know the the direction of the um, the uh, chainsaw. Sorry, chainsaw up, numbered. Yes, yes, chainsaw up. Chainsaw and the number down. the number three is red. Right, and the chainsaw up kind of looks like a finger, but not really. So yeah, <laughs> I can yeah. See that. the bloody finger, the bloody mid- yeah, middle middle finger. Well, you know, here's the here's the other little uh, uh, the other little. Um, nugget that you'll find in there if you look at the both boxes on the left side or i'll say the regular undress boxes um it says redux three and redux is in white and so is the three and on the other one it's redux in white and the three is in red yeah so you'll you'll see that there's always little uh interesting things they throw off yeah 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 absolutely yeah just a little something different you know i mean the drac is obvious. It's red and black. Mm-hmm. The Frank was left and right. So it was pretty obvious on what they were. This one, obviously, everybody looked and went, oh, okay, it's a different direction for the chainsaw. Okay, yeah, but there's also that, too. So I have a question. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. you can dive a little into it. Um, I know Pete is a pretty meticulous guy when it comes to these projects. Uh, does he have all the artwork done for the rest of the series already? I wouldn't put it past him. Okay. I wouldn't put it past him. It's not something that I've discussed with him. I had, uh, he was up here in New York, uh, in September. I had him for about 14 hours, uh, because he was doing a podcast, uh, my friend's podcast, um, Bobby Kelly, YKWD, uh, Robert Kelly, comedian, actor, radio personality. And he is such a big, uh, fan of Tatuaje. And if you haven't seen it, you should. It's great. It's, you know, a great two and a half hour bullshit session funny you'll laugh you'll find out some information also on the show with the guys who uh 
who directed Handroll, Jesse and Steve. Yeah. And they were talking about their new series that's coming out on YouTube, the uh, Handrolled, um, the uh, series that's coming out. But, uh, you know, we'll talk about different things depending on what he feels. But again, sometimes he plays a lot of that stuff close, not because he thinks I'm going to spill it, but that's just that's just the way, you know, it's a creative thing. Like, you know, it's my ideas. It's, uh, it's stuff I have in my head. And a lot of times you just want to keep that to yourself, which is which is great. For sure. I definitely understand yeah. that. Um, I'm trying to think. But like I said, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past him if he if he didn't have at least a couple of years already. Yeah. You know, just he knows what the wolf is going to look like. You know, he knows what the mummy's going to look like. He knows what Jason's going to look like. I got to imagine. So, uh, I guess I had a couple different questions about the monster series mm-hmm. in general. Like, uh, I got to imagine, and this is just, I, I don't know how true this is, but uh, the JV-13, were there, like, copyright issues with that at first? Like, when they wanted to call it the Jason? No, well, I think everything is usually, and Pete's talked about it, he uses like the first name or the last name, depending, just because of obvious copyright sure. things. Yeah. I mean, you know, you would think that's why it's not called the Frankenstein. Yeah. And even when you call it mummy, it was the mummy. Sure. I think that's how it's kind of copyrighted. So I believe that's the, the reason that you have it, um, that he has it like that. So, you know, Kruger, obviously Michael, not Mike Myers, not Michael Myers. Um, you know, the Kruger, not Freddy Krueger, uh, uh, not Dr. Jekyll, not Mr. Hyde, Jekyll Hyde, you know, and, and the bride was really the bride of Frankenstein. Mm. So again, you know, one of those things when you're looking at it, you go, okay, so you're not kind of getting into, I mean, the one thing he did, obviously, uh, a lot of people know about was, you know, when he had the the trading cards inside the, uh, the little monsters, (laughs) the, the little, yeah. So, you know, and that where he had. You know, uh, a little drag, Wolfie, baby face, which you either got the baby face or you got Pete's card in there. You know, that was the the one everybody wanted. So, yeah. But yeah, Tops, you know, came and said, oh, no, 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 no. You can't put stats on the back of a card and <laughs> you can't do that. It's so random. Yeah. It's just everybody is so threatened by everything. I mean, mm-hmm. I know we live in a free society, man, but I just feel like some people are just... Uh, they want to hog all that money. Yeah, got to hog the copyright, man. But Listen, if, if, if you, you made came it, up with a unique yeah. idea and somebody else said, uh, you know, came up, even even if they came up and they said, "Wow, you know what? I like what these guys are doing. I know what these guys' background is. They're normal day jobs, and we're going to call it a new podcast. Call it We're Down to Her Podcast." Hmm. No, yeah, no, no, you no. don't do that. To that's us. not yours. Yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying? That's 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 ours. We we came up with this. This is ours. So it's the same, I think, with any kind of intellectual property where you're looking at it and you don't want to infringe on that. And the bigger companies will come after you and just go, yo, you know, same with the Monster Energy drink with the color wheel because of the yeah. that whole thing. You know, like it's not even the same Pantone color. It's that's different, crazy. but it's close enough that they mess with them because it's on a cigar from the Monster. Like. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Did you um did you happen to hear any uh stories about some guy, I guess, that was trying to almost copy the coffin shaped boxes from the monster series? No, I know there was something there's some I don't know. I, I there was a know. post going around on Instagram. Yeah. And we caught wind of it and uh 
It was a no, little bit. I, you know crazy. what? That that I haven't seen. I think Pete might have had like a little bit of an issue with it, and mm-hmm. you know, sent him the copyright, and the guy's like, "Well, hey, man, this is all for charity or some shit," and you know, right. Pete, I think Pete was trying to avoid like a cease and desist kind of issues right, because and, you don't want to get into it if you can kind of just make a phone call. Or sure, and I think that's what he was trying email. to do. Yeah, and I think the just, guy got really upset say, about it. Listen, if we didn't already have. A, the coffin-shaped boxes, Mm -hmm. and B, a coffin-shaped humidor, which we've had for years. That special humidor, the one, there was one with the metal trim, Mm -hmm. and then there's the Blackout Monster Edition as well. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, again, it's, you want to protect what you've created. If it's something that came out of you, like, I I would want to, you know, like if somebody, you know, started an Instagram handle and said Tatlat Mobo without the E. I'm like, dude, what the like what are you doing? <laughs> like I I appreciate I appreciate uh you know, Tatlat that, underscore uh, Mo. <laughs> yeah, underscore Mo, exactly. <laughs> you know, imitation exactly. is the you know the purest form it's of flattery flattery right, is the sincerest like form of flattery, but sometimes yeah. imitation is not, you know it can't be stealing all your stuff. Yeah, you know what? It's 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 a matter of if it's your brand. You know, yeah, I'm sure. lucky enough to work for a company that he he allows me a lot of latitude to like brand some things because they're for me. I don't sell them. You know, I'll give them away. I'll get some lighters done. Like I just did a lighter, a stick lighter that looks like our old black label tubo. So it's Sweet. got tatuaje and it's cool. got the fleur de lis sideways on either end, and it's great. And I'm just going to give them away. Yeah. You know, I paid for them. I I I I, I took the hit, and it's nothing. You know, but again, it's it's just it's you know, Pete's like if it's for you, just you know, you can do it. And even when I ask, like I'll ask him, like one there's a uh, whiskey society here that meets at at the uh, at Main Street. They're called Neat, and I did a Weller uh, event with them. So we had four or five Wellers that we had that night, and we were pairing them with two Tatuaje cigars. And I said, is it okay if we get these Glencarn glasses made with Tatuaje on it? And then we gave away one as a raffle, which it had a Fausto on it because one of the cigars we were smoking has to be Fausto because it's, you know, it's me. That's your shit. And um, <laughs> yeah, so and, and Pete was very cool about it. And he goes, yeah, you can do it. He goes, just make me one too. I'm like, okay, <laughs> that's dope. not a problem. This is so, the yeah. man who has the Fausto tattoo on the back of his neck. I do. I got the Fausto. I got the Fausto. He neck, is Fausto all about Fausto Friday. The, the Fausto neck tattoo <laughs> came from my buddy Ray Ray. So Ray Ray works at uh, at uh, Maine, and I don't mean to keep saying Maine, but I go there a lot because it's very close to me. It's like one of my home shops. And um, so when I was turning 60 last year, I uh, I said, I'm going to get a Fausto tattoo finally. It's awesome. And he's like, and literally I was on a live and Ray just types in the comments, <laughs> hashtag Fausto neck tattoo. And I went done. But it took me a while to get with my artist to get the Fausto neck tattoo kind of scheduled so i could do it so earlier this year in april uh i talked to my my, my guy uh, kevin at origin in, in ink in uh, syracuse and i said kevin i want to do this tattoo you do you have time i'm coming up in about three weeks and whatever and he goes yeah i got you so he did it we just checked the size make sure i go i'm not going back to corporate america so i don't really care if i have a neck tattoo so why not cgo you're never too old to get a tattoo so if you still want to get one there's time for you buddy Dio, you don't have any tattoos? No, virgin skin. Wow. <laughs> See, there's you can get a tattoo at any yeah. time. Doesn't matter how old you are or whatever you're doing so, in Gio, life. Dio, I, I got mine at 60, 60 and six months. That was your so, first. You no. Okay. Okay. I, I, so, I, Mo, I, what? I've, I've been I've been getting I've been getting tattooed for a while, 
just, you know, random things when I was younger and a couple of things I covered and changed. And um, it took me five years before I got the, I don't even know if you can see, hold on. So I got to turn oh. my wrist this way. So there's the surrogates. I have the Latelier and then I have the Fleur de Lis. And then that was something I already had there. That's a, uh, that's a, a Hindi uh, letter. So, okay. All right. but yeah, so I got that. And, um, so I got those three and everybody's like, Oh, you, you know, you got that too. I'm like, yeah, so that, <laughs> make sure I was still going to be here for a while. So I'm like, yeah, I'll wait it for five years yeah, before I did it. Pete's going to have to start paying you advertising dollars there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. Well, you know, the funny thing is, I think it was either earlier this year or late last year. I, um, I did a Photoshop. I have a white Dodge Ram. So I took all the logos. I have like our master logos that are in black and white. And I, and I just did a little Photoshop on the side of my truck. And everybody's like, dude, that's dope. They thought I wrapped my truck and then I put, you know, the logos of the company. <laughs> and I said, listen, I said, I, even in the, like my, my comments said fun with Photoshop, but everybody's like, I want to go for a ride in the truck with the, I'm like, no. I said, no, no, that was just Photoshop. I said, if he wants that, I said, he could pay me advertising. I'll, I'll drive around with a truck that has all the cuts walking. That's like driving the Dodge right? and it says Dodge on the front window. It's like, oh, cool, yeah. dude. We know. <laughs> yeah, we know, man. We can read. Although, Jerry, you should exactly. get some of the uh, the Monster Mash series <laughs> tattooed on you, man. You can do a full sleeve right there, a whole back piece. I'm good, man. So my friend, my my uh, my friend Miles, huge tattoo fan, used to work with us, uh, no longer does. He was a broker. And uh, on his chest, he has the little monsters. That's his chess piece. That's insane. Yeah. That's insane. Yep. Who the hell would do that? The, that's pretty cool. Though. Fucking the, Miles would do that. That's the, who. The little yep. monster. Miles would funny. do it. Yep. Miles and Miles is a great guy. So, Mo, let me ask you. Of all the artwork on all the dress boxes, mm-hmm. what's your favorite one? Strictly artwork. Nothing to do with the cigar. I think if, it's, if I'm looking strictly artwork for me, I think the bride is badass. It is very cool. The bride just looks so... It's just you look at it, it's immediately identifiable. Uh, probably Jason next, just because it's the hockey mask. It's, again, one of those things in, in, in culture that we know, in pop culture, that you just go, oh, shit, hockey mask, Jason. You know, you see it, but mm-hmm. The Bride is one of because I love old Frankenstein movies and all the old horror movies. I used to watch the Abbott and Costello movies with the monsters and that whole thing. But The Bride just would, you know, that the profile, the look, it's just, it's, it's a great box. And the new leather face, the new face, is another one that's just, like, amazing. I feel very similar to you in that. Uh, I think they knocked that box out of the park. It looks really Mm -hmm. cool. I'd have to... I'm going to probably be controversial here, but my favorite is actually I like the Jekyll and Hyde set. I think it's a cool concept. Jekyll and Hyde set's amazing, too. Yeah, Yeah. especially with the left and right. Yeah, Yeah. and he didn't release them in the same year. They were, like, two separate years. What's ironic is... So you had to go, yeah. Like... How do you even think, all right, we're going to design this box to where they interlock to each other? Mm-hmm. I mean, has uh, that, uh, had that been done previous to that? I don't, not that I, not that I remember. And, and I've been smoking a long time and I've been around with, uh, cigars and the cigar industry for quite a while. But I don't think that I've ever seen a set of boxes that fit together either left and right when you put them together. And it had that, that perfect, you know, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Or even the Chuck and Tiff, the puzzle pieces that slid together. Yeah, I mean that's that's, that's, dope, that's yeah. next level stuff. And again, that comes from the mind of Pete Johnson. Like he's just that creative. Even coming down to like our shirts that we get at the PCA that everybody wants, where he's just playing around with different fonts and making something look like 
he did, uh, you know, Tatuaje the 20th this year instead of Friday the 13th in that same font. So we always get shirts when we work the trade show, usually three or four, depending. Uh, this year, I think we got four. Yeah, so we had an original Tatuaje 20th logo that he did in silver and gold. And then we had the Tatuaje the 20th. And then there was a couple of, I can't remember what the other ones were, but yeah, you know, we wear one a day and, but I have a stack of shirts downstairs that, <laughs> you know, that probably are worth something to uh, one of some of our fans out there. So, yeah, I don't know if they, I don't know if they'll fit in the three X or they'll have to shrink it down, but well, I mean, yeah, even touching whatever. on this, like, so mm-hmm. Tat is one of those brands. Like, so even when we do our cigar rating, I, whenever we talk about the appearance of the cigar, I go beyond mm-hmm. just the actual wrapper. Cause Beyond mm-hmm. Bands, most cigars look very similar with one to another, and I feel like shelf appeal is a big part mm-hmm. of it. And absolutely, like I think the gold standard obviously is like obviously like a Fuente with their regalness to it, but like Tat mm-hmm. has their own level as well where they go yeah. above and beyond. And it's just sure whenever they put out something that they want to be special and be seen, it's special and seen. Like yeah, like these yeah, boxes I mean, with the, it, the Monster series are trophies to people, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I have them all, you know, including the Boris, which wasn't really part of the Monster series. Uh, and I have the Jackal, which wasn't part of the Monster series as well. I want that. Um, but even <laughs> even look at the label on the 20th now with the gold instead of the white. So he took the white lines out, and it was a very simple brown band that said Tatuaje in that, in that same font. And instead of doing the white on the top and the bottom, now it's gold. And it just makes it pop so much different. Like, you look at it and you go, wow. That looks great. And I mean, besides the fact that for some reason for me, these 20th, the, 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 uh, the Miami Brown label that's been coming out with those, you know, for the 20th anniversary and it, going forward, the labels are staying with the gold. Um, they just look amazing. The rappers have been looking amazing. They've been smoking so well. It's just a very, uh, for me, a little bit different experience because I don't smoke a lot of Brown label. I'm very core where Brown label is still core for us, but it's kind of that, that, limited production, limited availability sort of thing where they're always around, but you have to qualify as an account to get them. So I got a question but, for uh, you, Mo. Yeah, go ahead. Speaking of like Halloween and boxes and all that last week, mm-hmm. we just did our um, best Halloween villain or killer mm-hmm. for all the mm-hmm. Halloween scary movies. Who would you rate as your top Halloween killer? We had Michael Myers. Yeah, I would say probably Michael Myers because I have a, I have an indirect or direct kind of um, association with it. The guy who produced the movie is a gentleman named Mustafa Akkad. He's an Egyptian guy. He was a friend of my dad's. No shit. And yeah, so, and now his son is doing it. You know, he's the one who's been doing the, the most recent the, ones, the, like Halloween the latest, ends the most recent ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so Mustafa Akkad, it was a friend of my dad's. And, um, I remember when the movie was coming out and I was, you know, a big movie fan for you know most of my life. And he said, you're going to go see my new movie. He was at our house and he was visiting and I was like, Oh, I'm like, what is it? And he goes, it's, you know, Halloween. I'm like, cool. All right, go see it. And, uh, yeah, that was, it was, uh, so yeah, I'd say, I'd say Michael Myers, uh, uh, not Mike. Yeah. Michael Myers, right. For Halloween. Mm-hmm. And, um, and here's a, here's the controversial or kind of weird, but it's a newer one. I love Pinhead in Hellraiser. Okay. <laughs> okay. So in, you're gonna maybe maybe this might be a little controversial with us. That dude got, got he got bumped out very quickly in the bracket. 
Did he? Yes. Wow. First round exit. Oh, who man. beat him? I'll I'll take a look at who beat him. Let me just take a quick look. It oh, might have been man. Michael Myers. No. It could have been. No, I don't think it was Michael. There was a I just I just that movie just kind of hit, you know, at the time. And oh. um Who was it? He got he, he got defeated by Jason. So very tough matchup. Oh man. Oh yeah. Jason Voorhees versus yeah. Pinhead mm-hmm. in a That was a slaughter. <laughs> I mean, yeah. oh no, definitely. It's a slaughter. Yeah. Bad luck yeah. of the draw when we put it through the randomizer. I guess if you want to mm-hmm. say, Just you're the, talking yeah. how many? How many fucking the Friday the Thirteenth movies are there? So, oh god, that's what I'm saying. There's yeah. how many? Twenty. So, 20? 20 so fun 20 fact. Afterwards, I was Jason, looking. Jason. Jason takes Manhattan. Yeah, Jason <laughs> X. <laughs> yeah, Jason X for the tenth. Yeah. Right, but um. So what's funny is so we were look. I was just happened to be looking up some stuff after. Of course, I did, should have done this while we were doing the show. Mm-hmm. So the highest grossing horror franchise is actually the Halloween franchise. It overtook mm-hmm. Friday the Thirteenth with this wow. last movie. Wow. So it's just very funny that our final two ended up being Freddy and Jason. So I was like, oh, this is the mm-hmm. one verse two. But but Freddy too. Freddy was a like you know, Freddy was another one of those ones where you were just like that that that. So you know, glove that glove with the <laughs> knives and just the your burnt skin, yeah. the sweater. You know, the Dream Warriors. Remember the Dream yeah. Warrior was uh, Nightmare Three. I want. I, I want to touch Depp, on the reason Johnny Depp was in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he he lost points, and I'm going to tell you why he lost points. It's hard to vote for a pedophile. We took a lot of points away from Freddie because he was an yeah, ex pedophile. Yeah. I was like, you can't win anything. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, even no. if he's, he's a fictional character, there's still mm-hmm. a part of you. Even if you like Freddie. Just remember, he right. was a pedophile. You can't really yeah, like absolutely. him. Yeah, that's true. The yeah. parents, the parents got one over on him. They, they really won <laughs> <Yeah>. there. <laughs> then, then somehow he fucked them up again. Always chasing kids, mm-hmm. fucking pedophiles. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Didn't go after the people that killed them. He went after their kids. They should, yeah. they should really. Scumbag. Someone should make a parody where they have uh, Chris Hansen and like Freddy Krueger on. <laughs> <laughs> so why are you here? Uh, I don't know. I, I was just, uh, you know. So you brought beer and condoms? <laughs> and it all takes place in a dream. Like, it would be great. Dude, it's so... It's, like, I've watched a few of those, and you just go, what? So it's like... It, it, it's funny, but it's not... Fu- the situation isn't yeah. funny. But, like, when you see their reactions, you're like, mm-hmm. so you brought condoms, duct tape, yeah. beer, mm-hmm. and tequila, and you just were here to mm-hmm. talk. <laughs> Yep, and yep. sometimes chloroform, depending on the... Uh, <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, my God. Can this you is getting dark, man. Then the no, guy's I like... Know, but yeah. I like it. Then the one where they caught the guy twice. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. I don't even know. Like, I, I, I know watched, you. I watched a couple of them. Yeah, I know, right? Wait, weren't you here? Wait. Weren't you just here like two weeks ago? What the fuck? No, not yeah. me. Not me, bro. Couldn't be me. Not me. Evil I twin. Know, it's always that guy. No, man, not me. No, I don't know. I was just... No, I was trying to tell her this is a terrible thing to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just a gymnastics coach. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Yikes. Yeah. Fuck, Caleb. Mich- Michigan vibes right there. Fuck, Caleb. Yeah, or Team USA vibes. Right there. Dude. Oh, Dude, my God. God. How low are you going to go, brother? Dude. Just can't. You got me. daughters, man. <laughs> oh, just saying, you know. The guy was a diddler. Mm-hmm. Canceled. Canceled that guy right yep. away. 
Going back to the monster <laughs> yeah, series, yeah, let's get away from the pedophiles, okay? Yeah, yeah. Going back to the actual monster series itself, okay? Yeah, just we... edit, edit the last five minutes out. Oh, absolutely <laughs> not. I'm getting he's, he's going to get canceled. Let him get canceled. <laughs> the next time we interview you, there'll only be two hosts. <laughs> let, let the perverts get canceled, not me. What happened to Caleb? We don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. Getting back to the monster series itself, right? Mm-hmm. We talked about your favorite artwork of all the boxes. Mm-hmm. Which of the cigars is your actual favorite? Jason. Everybody says the Jason just right off the rip. Jason they don't even think about strong, it. Don't even think about it because it, it, I don't know, it just it hit right. And at that point, I think that's where I started smoking Monster. So remember, I'm late to Tatuaje by five years or so from when they came out. Five, six. Seven. So I was already smoking my father's cigars. I was smoking... Don Pepin Garcia, let's say it that way, and then my father after. So somebody said to me, a good friend of mine, Craig, said, hey, do you ever smoke uh, something called La Riquiza? I said, what? And then he told me, I'm like, La Riquiza? I'm like, oh, La Riquiza. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Who we'll make a statuai? I'm like, oh, okay. So I started smoking them. I was like, damn, these are good. And then I started getting into some of that stuff, El Triumphador, everything else that was available. And um, so I was late, and with the Monsters, I hadn't started working at this shop yet, but my friend was working there who's now a rep for um, for my father's cigars, Steve. And um, Steve was, was the manager at the shop, and he goes, we're Unlucky 13, do you want a dress box? And I'm like, yeah, I don't know what it is, but yeah, I want it. Like, you know, Monster Dress, okay, sure. And that was, that was kind of the introduction for Monsters for me, and then I went back and then tried to taste and smoke the other Monsters. But going forward after that, I was in, you know, because I had that come out and then I started smoking, you know, Jekyll, Hyde that came out after. So, yeah. Speaking of monsters, what a monster cigar that thing is. Mm -hmm. That is a big ass cigar. Which one? The Jason. Oh, the Jason. Yeah. That is a huge cigar. I think a lot of it is trying to reflect. And again, my guess, I think he's talked about it sometimes, but again, I'll, I'll take it as, this is all me, this is not Pete, so in case anybody goes back and goes, Pete Mo said, no, no, he said that this was his opinion. It reflects on like the size and maybe the stature of the villain that you have. Mm. So Frank was tall, boxy. Mm. That's you know, why it was long, the box press. Right, and you have Leatherface, who's a, who's a substantial, big, just hulking guy, and then you had... You know the you know Jace, Jason Voorhees again a tall not lean but kind of muscular like he just had some substance to him built like a brick shit house so right yeah basically yeah in that in that in that blue jumpsuit you yeah. know that he wore that 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 overall or that uh, whatever you call it yeah jumpsuit. I mean I've read some interviews obviously with Pete like he tried mm-hmm. to find an individual characteristic to the highlight I think mm-hmm. the Drac because it was a torpedo right. was to highlight the fangs the um, right. And even even the upside down band. So if you turned it right yeah, side up, it, it looked like a tooth. Down. It looked like a fang. Yeah. Oh, I was you thinking know, because Dracula slept upside band, down. Yeah. Right. The band oh. was upside down on the foot. So when you turned it this way, you were like, "Oh shit! Okay, there's the there's the fang." And then the wolf had the, uh, the like part the exposed. Shaggy. Uh, yeah, the shaggy. Yeah, the yeah. exposed. The exposed. Foot, the mummy yeah. was a completely closed foot, and then mm-hmm. I'm trying to think here. I didn't really realize it until you mentioned yeah, it, but like the Chuck and Tiff, the, shorter. The, the shortest of them. Yeah. Shorter, yeah, because think about it. When he did the mash, once you cut down, 
when he did the mash, so the mash is, you know, monster mash is an inch and a half shorter uh, than from the original size of the monster. So it was funny because I, I, I think I mentioned it to like one of my friends. I'm like, did you, did you realize that Chuck and Tip are the size of a T110 now <laughs> yeah. in the mash? Because they're four and three eighths by 52. Yeah. So, yeah. Great dog walker. But yeah. those mashes, I have like one box left. I was, that was a great sampler. I have, I have, uh, I have two left. I have yeah. two left. I'll probably get into them um, maybe next year. I mean, I got a couple. Yeah. <laughs> I got yeah. a few. What was uh, you got a few? I'm trying to think for the Jekyll and Hyde what their uh, thing would be. The colors, yeah, obviously. Yeah, it was a color. So you had, you know, obviously you had Jekyll, mm. and then the Hyde was the green. This was the, excuse the yellow cello, but yeah. Oh no, you poor so thing. That's what you're looking at. Yeah, <laughs> okay, all right, you poor thing. So yeah, so it's, look how it's yellow longer. it is. Yeah. Longer, hold on. Let me see how yellow. Oh yeah, it's pretty yellow. <laughs> Mo's always got that age stuff right there. I see those got posts. That age, man. Yeah. When everybody, really everybody wants to look. Everybody wants to look at my coolers. I'm like, you don't need to see my coolers. Don't worry about when, what I when got. When the uh, <laughs> when that little giant uh, travel herfador you got with the friggin' suitcase, you open that up and yep. I see the second level, and you got a <laughs> the TAA's in order. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. What I, I what did I give you TAAs last time you were myself. here? A 2012 TAA. Yeah, 2012 TAA. Yeah. Yep. And it was it was funny because I was telling uh, a couple of friends uh, recently, I was in my non-tat cooler. So I have other stuff. I do smoke other things. I just don't usually uh, put them out on, on Instagram. I do have another account that I can put them on. I just, I'm not real diligent about doing that. But I'll photograph most stuff so that I can put it out there at some point. And I was in the other cooler. And I go, why is there a tap on? Like, all of a sudden, I found it like a... And it was it was a sealed box of 2016 TAA. I had hid from myself. <laughs> Smart. I man. literally hid it from myself, and I went, "Oh shit, I got a full box." Yeah. I'm like, "Okay, uh, max profits. What's the uh, value on the?" I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> because I still had a box that was open that had a few in there. But I'm like, "Nah, you know what? I'd rather do a box pass one day with people and just open it and share it. You know, like tonight, not bringing it back to the NFT, but like Alex was there, and I was about to light up." my Fausto at the shop and he goes, hold on, I got something for you to smoke. And I didn't even think it was NFT because Alex owns another company and, and he puts out his own cigar. So I'm thinking he's going to give me something maybe that's coming out new, you know, that I would try out. And, um, he literally comes in with both boxes and he opens one up and I'm looking at him. I'm taking pictures and I'm like, I'm going to, I said, I'm going to break Instagram tonight. I'm going to just like take some pictures and, you know, have my DMS blow up and, and people just go, what the fuck is going on? And he just opens the box. He goes, you got a knife? And I went, you're not going to open that now. He goes, and I give him my knife, slits the box open, opens it up, and he just passes it around to whoever was there. Five of us smoked it. That's why you see that overhead shot. I said, we all have to smoke it right now. And one of our friends, Vic, was there. And I said, Vic, I said, put that cigar down. You're going to smoke this right now. Because I'm gonna, I gotta get. I'm like, yeah, no, you're not leaving. Now you gotta smoke the cigar. What a good, what a good night for you, Mo. Smoking, smoking that NFT, smoking the face, and. uh, you know, humble yep. brag, but on uh, on the herb. No, absolutely. Well, I told them, I said, listen, because they're like, you're going to hang out and have, you know, some bourbon. And I'm like, no, I got to go. I said, I got I to, gotta, I have an 830. I got to hard out at eight. So you I can always go back. back yeah. Mm-hmm. The boys will no, miss I mean, it. You can always I'm, go back to the shop, you know. Now, once I'm, once I'm, once I'm here, I'm here. That's it. Yeah. That's how Jerry feels, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> listen, this is my, this is my, unless I'm doing an event, most of my Fridays, YouTube, smoking a cigar, maybe something I haven't tried, something I want to revisit, doing a foul. Like, 
even with my posting, I just try to showcase the cigars. Sometimes I'll make it fun. Sometimes it'll be food. Sometimes it'll be something, you know, tied in. But honestly, for the most part, it's core line stuff because it's so good. And I just want people to be aware of the great core line stuff that Tatuaje has, you know, be it Nicaraguan brown label, be it black label, Fausto, Veracruz, Havana 6, red label, Hibaro, whatever it is, you know, it's just, it's good. Like there's other things and I try, I don't want, I don't want to tell anybody how to spend their money. I don't want to reach it in anybody's pocket. I'm not going to tell you how to spend your money. I don't want anybody to reach in my pocket, tell me how to spend my money. But you don't have to just chase LEs. You don't have to do that. You can smoke other things in the portfolio that I think you'd really enjoy. I mean, I agree with you totally. Like I have a pretty yeah. decent cigar collection and I still mm-hmm. have, I say it again, my favorite everyday smoke will always be the Cavaguan. Mm-hmm. It was one of the cigars that really, really got me into the brand. Mm-hmm. And Gio, your, yours was Cavaguan. What did I smoke that? Like we, we, what put us on the tat? Um, I can't remember what the hell the cigar was. It was definitely a Coraline tat. Was it a black? Right. Was it just a black label? It you, was either a that's black. That's what you guys label. got me on with. There was yeah. there was either two that I remember you smoking very early on. It was either the Fausto. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the, the one fifty three for me is still like a a cigar that I like to revisit a lot. The that's my that's that's my favorite size. That's yeah, my, obviously my favorite. Blend. Well, it's like a a Toro almost. Knows. Those Trumfador Lanceros. Straight up, straight up Toro. Oh, yep. The Trumfador Lanceros are really good too. Trumfador yeah. Lanceros, the uh, I like the, the Robusto that says original. Yeah, the Robusto like is excellent as well. Yeah, we just had some earlier in the year, yeah. and, and I happened to get a box, and I was like, "Damn, I forgot how good these are with the broccoli." I Gio, really did. Gio's know? a monster fan of uh, the Novaitas. <laughs> Novaitas is excellent. Yeah, See, yeah. He, he's messing around. That was actually Gio hates that cigar for some that reason. That was I've tr- I went through a phase. I was I'm like I'm gonna try like. I was like, the Cavaguan, mm-hmm. this is delicious. This put me on. I'm going through, I'm going through. And for whatever mm-hmm. reason, I was, this was very early on in my cigar smoking. And I have mm-hmm. to just get around to smoking it again. Because at first I was like, right. I, I don't like this one. And that was the only time I've ever been like, Ugh. like, right. but that was lit. And here's the thing. Yeah. I will say this again. Every cigar company makes cigars I love and cigars I don't mm-hmm. love. But of that course. doesn't mean that like. Listen, if the guy next to me loves it, I'm not going to shit talk it or anything like that. It's, no, it's no. Like, Listen, pa- palate is subjective. You smoke what you like. Uh, if you don't like Corojo, that's great. What I would suggest is to try a different Corojo is maybe try the Veracruz Blue. Maybe that'll hit you. Maybe that blend will hit you different than the Nuevitas uh, the Hibaro. Or if you haven't smoked the Esteli, which is a little different, you might like the yeah. Esteli a little bit more. Yeah, I'm the, the Esteli is the one with the white and the orange trim that kind of looks like a Fausto band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Nuevitas is obviously the orange with the yeah. white trim that looks like a Fausto band. Yeah, um, I think here. I really love the Escasos line. Like, that's like you said. Escasos is excellent. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's another cigar this year that added the gold to the band. Mm hmm. Yep. Yeah, that's new, yep. right? And the Escasos is, yeah, the Escasos has been out for a couple of years. Um, they came out just, you know, with a, a different color sort on the wrapper, the, the, the Clado wrapper. Yeah. Um, and it just, it's, it's so good. I mean, they just smoke See, so well. It's, it's a different <laughs> variation. You know, it's basically the, the same as the, the regular Miami. And then you get yeah. into just the wrapper. See, well, so it's the, almost like the 15th anniversary that we had with the, with the, yeah. the Bellicoso Pino and the Torpedo. 
And we also have the Oscuro Habano Rosado, Oscuro Habano Rosado Claro. I believe that was the one I was smoking. So my Escaso mm-hmm. story is actually kind of funny. I have this bad habit of any time I decide to get a cigar that I'm starting to really find myself enjoying and I smoke it at work, mm-hmm. an absolute shitter comes out at work. And right. I basically... I'm very upset at the person who made me have to stop smoking the car. The of, cigar. Course, of course. <laughs> That's yeah, just been my luck. On the, honestly, honestly, Gio, sometimes on the relight, it's not the same. Like I, it's I, happened to me even with some stuff that I'd normally smoke all the time. And I just, you, you hit it and then you go back and then you forget. And then I'll leave it in the ashtray and I'm like, I'll come back to it in a minute. And then you get distracted. If I'm working home, if I'm sitting at my desk, sometimes I'll smoke in my office tonight. I'm smoking in my office during the day today when I was sitting at my desk working for a few hours. Um, I didn't smoke. I didn't smoke till I was done with my day. And then I went downstairs. So, yeah. Like, and especially cause we're, we're obviously in the Northeast. So weather plays a big factor with relights. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. And same for us. I mean, to yeah. not as not to the degree that you guys have it, but, um, for sure for me as well, I'm lucky enough that it's my house. I smoke in my house with, mm-hmm. I put the rabbit air on now that I have one and it helps out. And I just, you know, but before that, it would be just window open. You know, it could be 15 degrees out. It just depends on how much I'm going to open the window, <laughs> but I'm smoking. It's my house. I'm going to smoke. This would be a great time to shout out Rabbit Air. Rabbit Air, thanks for sending us uh, filters for the lounge. We appreciate you guys, and uh, yeah, I hope all is well. They're awesome. Yeah, great product. Cool, cool, for cool. anyone listening, yeah, it is. check out Rabbit Air, man. They really do work. Yeah, it really is. I, I just purchased one this year, and I was so happy that I got it because it really makes a difference. That is a me. shameless plug for us. We're not sponsored by mm-hmm. Rabbit Air, but they were nice enough to send us some units, and we're very happy about oh, that. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah. yeah. Listen, anytime a company is willing to help us out and not expect anything in return, we appreciate mm-hmm. that. So, Mo, I have another question for you. Uh, Going with the Halloween theme and everything like that, besides coming up sure. in our neck of the woods around Halloween time, mm-hmm. What other uh, Halloween plans do you have, whether it be back at home or if you're out on the road traveling? Now, usually this is I it's it's kind of a it's kind of a double edged uh, sword, I guess. For I guess that's the phrase. It's our month. So I try not to do events, but some places I do have events to do. Um, but, you know, we already have the like, again, humble bright. We, we have the month. October's our <laughs> month. You know, usually we do very well. Thankfully, yeah. thankfully that, you know, that Tatuaje does well. And that's all because of Pete and the company and what he's established. Um, I'm not a big Halloween. You know, it's not my thing. This year I will dress because I had a special request from Tommy to dress and to wear a costume. So I will be wearing a costume oh, for the party on Saturday. And yeah. I have something in mind. I have one of two things in mind. So it should be fun. There you go. Now, um, Obviously, everyone knows about the Monster series, but I feel like one of the mm-hmm. lesser talked about Halloween cigars with Tatter the Pumpkin series. Like, right? Like, yeah. is there a so the, yeah the pump? Mm-hmm. Is there one being released this year, or is it going to be normally like the same you know event blends that they've been doing? No, I think it's I think it's the same uh, the same broadleaf blend that we had out. Now it's just got a footband on it. It says uh, Reserva Broadleaf. Okay. On it, which it didn't have before. There was no, and then we had the Capa Special came out, which we you know affectionately. Uh, kind of uh, gave it a, 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 a nickname of pumpkin spice. <laughs> then we had the calabasa, which had with the Mexican Maduro wrapper on it. And that was on the foot band that had that special band on it. That was supposed to be for Pete. Um, so, yeah. And then, you know, obviously there was a couple of different versions that came out in CRA packs. It was a great pumpkin. 
was there a shaggy pumpkin? I think there was a shaggy pumpkin as well yeah, or something. You know, there was, there was a couple, there was a couple of different iterations of, of uh, pumpkins that I came mean, out. Those Kappa specials that you guys do. Oh, my favorite. Some of yeah. my favorites. Like the, uh, Kappa, the, the NHCs. Yeah, the, the, oh, my, the LLE mm-hmm. that they guys, that, that's some of my. Oh, the, uh, the, uh, the, the Lonsdale, the LLE oh, that we did. It's like a box press Lonsdale. Amazing yeah, cigar. box press Lonsdale. Amazing. Ooh. One of the best. I, I had a funny story. A, a friend of mine, his friend, he's a very good friend of mine and super generous, just anything I want. And always just over, like he's the guy at my birthday party who came and I told everybody, no gifts, just come enjoy. Here's pizza from my favorite place. Here's donuts from my favorite place. Just come enjoy yourselves. And he shows up with a bag and he goes, I brought you 60 cigars for your 60th birthday. I go, son of a bitch. What, what a, a guy. So what a friend. Yeah. So what a uh, gift. He, he lives in the city. He's living it. Yeah. He has a crazy collection. So we're in his car and he goes, Hey, um, you know, you know, my buddy Nelson. And I'm like, yeah, he goes, Nelson really likes that, that box press, that Lonsdale with the white band. And I go, yeah, the, the LLE. He goes, I need a couple of boxes. And I go, okay. And our running joke is, you know, we know a few people between him and I, we know a few people. So I literally text a buddy of mine and I go, I need two boxes of LLE. See if you can find them for me at a reasonable price. It's for a good friend of mine. About 10 minutes later, he hits me up and now I'm still smoking with my buddy Phil. And, and I go, um, I said, the, uh, the boxes will be here in, in three days. And he just went, what? <laughs> and I go, yeah, you said you wanted two boxes, right? And I go, yeah, I go, yeah, just, I said, have your son, you know, Venmo me this. Cause he doesn't know from Venmo or PayPal or anything. So he's just like, you're kidding, right? And I'm like, no, it'll be here in three days. I just send him your address and they'll be here in three days. And he goes, how'd you do that? And I go, I, I know a few people just like you know a few people. <laughs> it's so, always nice you know, to know someone, right? Correct. We all know somebody for everything, really, right? Right. Yeah. That's what we tell people. It's You know what? It's not It's not what you know. It's who you know. And always works out that way. And, and, and I feel like to live by. that stands true to just about every part of life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, specific, yeah. especially in the cigar industry, like we are very, mm-hmm. very fortunate enough that like, I'm sure, like you said, there's other things that you smoke. We won't talk about that, but you know, there's some trading going on there with the, uh, other people oh, that, yeah. you know, Hey, help Listen, me out. I'm I a have, fan of this. I have a cigar that Phil gave me, um, my buddy, and it is, it was on cigar aficionados, 10 cigars. You'll never get to smoke. That's one of the cigars he gave me. And it is a specific size from a company, from a big Dominican company uh, <laughs> that was made for a dinner. I think they made a thousand of them, and I got one of them. Damn. Sounds like an yeah. NFT. <laughs> 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 kind of sounds like an exactly. NFT to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, all right. So we brought up NFT again. So circling back to that, what makes mm-hmm. this year's NFT so special? Just the this limited year, this amount. Is the first, this year is right. This is this is the first and only. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say not this you year, know, man. This is it. That's, that's a one-time thing. This is it. Hey, that's why I asked. I, I, I don't know anything. I, I believe, Caleb didn't yeah, go to no, PCA, so he didn't learn all the cool shit. No, that's all right. <laughs> I'll yeah, be there. No. Next so, day. I think uh, so. Abe from Smoke In, it was his cigar. The Anarchy was made for him for his shops, and um, I guess he had the idea to do it after seeing what the other companies that. Uh, did nfts but he wanted to do it in his way which gave you some real world real world goods um like artwork like the custom uh st dupont lighter um the ashtray the cutter uh the the custom humidor that you get and you're getting 
one of 105, I guess it would be, because there's seven boxes of 15, of the Pale Horse, which is the the Anarchy with the, I think it's the Connecticut rep. I think that's what they settled on. I saw Rob's oh. yesterday, man. He sent me a bunch yeah. of pictures, some videos. I was like, that has to be yeah. one of the coolest, mm-hmm. like, just things I've I've seen in this industry. I, from Johnson, the humidor, Pete Johnson creative, yeah, and I'm sure Abe had some input, but I'm, you know, even the humidor, is, is just like where, where you put the the Boveda packs, uh, right. like it's just the drawers and everything. It's just that. so cool. And you saw the horse, the horse branded. It's on just the, on the where the pale horse goes. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, how creative yeah. the thing is. Yeah. So I think what they did was, um, and and again, as far as I know. It's it's the it's supposed to be the original blend, and I'm assuming that's what it is, and I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Shouldn't say assuming, um, yeah. but the sizing is kind of interesting because I was looking at the originals, and then I was looking at the chaos that came out after in like 2015, and then you know the apocalypse was in the middle, which was the red band one that was a little bit different. So this one, I smoke. And I was like, wow, this is really good. Like, I've smoked a few of the originals, and I've smoked a lot of the Chaos. In fact, I still have a couple. And um, it just, it's its great. It's probably one of the best things I've smoked that's come out of the factory. And, you know, the blend is amazing. It's, it's um, it burned perfect, you know, for not, you know, I, I know the cigars were, I think they were done when we were at the show. And it was just a matter of, you know, waiting to get to the point when they were going to kind of distribute after the, you know, the uh, the auctions went off and then everybody picked up this month. And then they I think they go on sale to everyone on Halloween, Tatuaje Tuesday, Halloween. That's when they start to drop and just hit your local, uh, you know, whoever, you know, I think they have the list out there you know, who has it. I think uh the one guy in Dallas has it. A couple guys on the East Coast have it. Obviously, Alex, Rob. Uh, there's another gentleman who's a private guy. He's not in uh, the cigar industry who I happen to meet at a cigar shop. <laughs> nice. Because he looked at me and he's like, hey, you're Mo from Tatawai. I'm like, yeah, how you doing? And he's like, oh, yeah. And then he introduced himself and I went, wait, are you the guy? You bought the NFT? And he goes, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, shit, I didn't know you were from here. So, yeah. Just a small world, man. It really is. Like, the cigar industry is such a weird, small even world where you just know people and 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 because i was in a you know in the retail for so long and going to the shows when it was ipcpr then it was rtda or it was rtda then ipcpr and then it became pca even um even out of the cigar industry caleb what do you always say about like one click or what what is it like one oh, degree the seven degrees of separation mm-hmm. of who you know mm-hmm. and who you're related to potentially by who knows who and whatever aspect yeah. of life I mean, you kind well, of proved found, it right. Yeah. You kind of proved yeah. it right. Yeah. I mean, do you want me to do the rundown? Like, we did, uh, <laughs> you could name a guy, right? So, like, we mm-hmm. we did, uh, like, Donald Trump, right? right? Our six degrees of separation, or seven degrees of separation, and right. we were at the, the third I degree. think we got to three degrees. Like, I've met mm-hmm. Guy Fury, who met. went to UFC with Donald Trump the same day. Right. It's just right. weird, like yeah. the degrees and how that works. Like, okay, yeah. so that's literally two degrees from the president. And then attach mm-hmm. him to any world leader in the world. And there you go. You're at three you're degrees. You're at three degrees and, and you're, you're already there. Exactly. Of a president. So that's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Like how small yeah, it really is. 
it's it's it really is and and i i finally got to talk to guy fieri and uh just say hey and because we had obviously a, a mutual friend my friend carl who passed away carl ruiz and uh, was oh, yeah. a chef and was on his shows and a very good friend of his and uh we were at the show not this year but last year and i wear the wristband that says ruizing and the cuban and he saw it and he was like oh yeah and i'm like hey i don't know if you know who i am i said i sent you some stuff and then I told him my name and he's like, oh, because Carl, I made something for him and he liked it so much that we did a custom thing for uh, for Guy, sent it to him. And he's always been just like so, I mean, so appreciative that handwritten thank you note sent back to me. The second time I sent him something, handwritten uh, on the bottle, thank you. And it was a bottle of his Hunt and Ride wines from his vineyard. Did he sign it in like spaghetti sauce? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, really, really good. But I mean, yeah, it's he's great for the those... industry. Yeah, yeah, cigar and, and guy. It's good that, and it's good that he's out smoking where he wasn't. Like they, everybody kind of knew that he smoked, but because of his persona, I think that he, it wasn't as out there. And then once he was out, he was out, man. He was full. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's funny watching him at like NBA cigar. basketball games with a cigar in his mouth. It wasn't lit, but it's in his mouth. It's like. I'm a cigar guy. You should be a cigar well, yeah. guy. Yeah. And going back to your going back to your six degrees of separation, I met President Clinton because yeah, of cigars. Told us that, yeah, <laughs> yeah, in a yeah, shop I in New Jersey, in, in New Jersey, right? Yeah. I met him in uh, no, I met him at a shop in New York. Yeah, so I met President Clinton, uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Oh, that's dope. Again, Morpheus. because of cigars, you know, Morpheus. <laughs> you know, and this was right around the time the movie was out, so it was like pretty wild. I was like holy shit, that's Lawrence Fishburne, you know? And it was just one of those things, so. So I felt like uh, being at the show this year, like uh, uh, Ike Taylor uh, from the Steelers, uh, Chad mm-hmm. Chad Ochocinco, who now right. is doing... he's got his cigar, right? Yeah, cigar, uh, 85 cigars or whatever 85 it is. 85 cigars, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, man, this year, there was a lot of... Mm-hmm. Chaz Palminteri. Chaz Palminteri. Chaz Palminteri, yeah. He's Met him. One. Yep, he's got really, him. really yeah. cool. So how many degrees does that put you? I mean, that's From one degree to ever, anyone that was ever in, a, you know, one in of the, the old mobster movies. I De, mean, that's De Niro, crazy. Yeah. You got De Niro right there from uh, a Bronx yeah. Tale. Yeah. Or just think of you with... He, uh, he told Gio he's on steroids. <laughs> oh, my God. He was like, this guy's definitely on steroids. <laughs> or just think of you, Mo, with uh, with your <laughs> friend Robert Kelly. Then you got all sorts of comedians. You got like Burt Kreischer and all. all yeah. and I know he's a Tat fan, too. So I wanted yeah, to talk Burt about Kreischer. that. Uh Bert yeah. Kreischer. Have you ever met him? Uh, twice. Is he a twice. cool guy? I met him the first time. Yeah, very cool. Funny. I met him the first time. Very, uh, yeah, hilarious. So, I saw him in Jersey. I, I and he. Uh, go ahead. No, I was gonna say it's it's so weird when you talk to like comedians. There's just people that like no matter what they say, is funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are the guys who are just blessed to be comedians. Like no matter they what really they are. say, they can mm-hmm. just tell you about their day, and for some reason, you find it to be okay. the funniest story. Of uh, that you've ever heard, just like uh, Bert it's a is, gift. Bert is, yeah, Bert is one of those guys that um, he's just he's a great storyteller. So he's not the like for me, he's not the typical comedian where it's like you know it's like you know um, you know set up you know punchline set up punchline. It's a long you know story that goes, and then you, like in between, he'll kind of veer off left, veer off right, but then come back. So as a storyteller, he's amazing. Bobby's got the setup and the jokes and the thing, but he also is a great storyteller. So Bobby's been a friend 
And people go, how'd you meet Bobby Kelly? I go, I stalked him on Instagram until he became my friend. That was it. That's the it way worked. it is. You know, yeah. and, and the, you know, and, and we, you know, we do a picture it was his birthday, uh, last Sunday. And a few days before that, I'd seen him, you know, and we had lunch together and he was like, yeah, come up to the house and we'll have, I'm like, okay, cool. So I went up to see him, you know, sit down with him. Aaron Berg, another very good friend I met because of Bobby Kelly, Ari Shafir, huge oh, comedian, uh, who's been, you know, another one who's a, a, you know, he'll, he'll text me, really, you know, when he's in like the DR and he goes, I asked Bobby for a place to go get, you know, cause Bobby's become the, the cigar guy <laughs> for the comedians, but then he's got me and a few people like me and Steve. And so he'll hit us up and go, where do we go? What do we do? So he was like, you know, Ari's away and he's looking for cigars. And I'm like, tell him to go see Dave at this cigar shop in, you know, in the DR. And I was like, you got a guy in the DR? I go, I got a guy in the DR. So he goes in, <laughs> the guy hooks me up. Ari sends me a great text. Like, dude, I mentioned Bobby's name. He didn't know who the hell he was. As soon as I mentioned your name, he's like, oh, yeah, mom, okay. Blah, blah, blah. And, that was it. and he took care of everything for him. And I'm like, yeah. yeah, I said, you know, that's what it is. But Ari was great. I got to smoke the Rogan cigar. Oh, uh, no. which so, was, which 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 was you know which was really good yeah. and and nick and nick is a friend and uh you know again i'm not talking about it i'm not going to say the company obviously yeah. everybody knows mm -hmm. but it's mm -hmm. uh it's uh it's really good and i and i joke with nick when we were at the show i'm like i really didn't want to like the cigar but it was <laughs> very good or just like when we had uh speaking of com comedians and stuff like that when we had matt booth on it was just like everything that guy said it was like almost it's like yeah. he should be a comedian He's just mm -hmm. one of those characters. Yeah, Bobby's like that. Like, you'll just be somewhere with him, and, and he's just constantly funny. He doesn't have to be on all the time. You can have a serious conversation with him, but he's just on. He's like, dude, like, I, it's something as simple as COVID, and it's three months after, so he's like, dude, I guess I'm, you know, stir crazy. Come up to the house. We'll kind of distance, and we'll smoke. And I'm like, okay. So we go up, and it's me, Aaron, Bobby, and Steve. And we're outside and we're smoking. And so it's 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 May, I guess, you know, mid-May, maybe two and a half months. Old. And uh, and it's a beautiful night. And, you know, my allergies are kicking in a little bit. And I literally sneeze. And Bobby goes, dude, what the fuck was that? <laughs> like, just, like, like, I'm like, dude, you're sitting three feet away from me. It's okay. Like, you know, but but that's that's Bobby. I just... Even like like Burt Kreischer, I mean, you just see him plugging mm -hmm. Tatuaje on like Joe Rogan's mm -hmm. podcast. I I've seen him yeah. talk to all sorts uh, of podcasts. He's done. I, I want to say he might have even done it with like uh, uh, what's his face? The, uh, the the mullet dude. I just thought, I can't remember. Theo Vaughn. Theo Vaughn. Theo Vaughn. Yeah. He did it with Theo, Theo Vaughn. Yeah. yeah, he was like, yeah, yeah man, those big, are Tatuaje. You should smoke those. Yep, he's a big fan, and 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 Bobby got him into it. But I think I think Burt was aware of us. But Bobby being more of a tat fan with j21 with grand kohonu you know and then we'll expose him to a bunch of different things and uh recently he fell in love with the with the uh with the veracruz blue number one he's like dude how come i haven't smoked these like he was smoking them and i said i i said bobby i try to give you a little bit of everything so they just did their thing last week it was skank fest you know he's part of that legion of skanks with luis j gomez and it's a whole big comedy festival that they do in vegas so he put me together with some of the people that run the thing. And he said, I, we, they had a cigar bar there, a cigar area. And it was called the dude cigar bar. Because, nice. you know, Bobby uses dude all the time, dude. <laughs> and, um, so we supplied cigars, Tatuaje and my father. So 
all the comedians that were there that were smoking were smoking Patoa had my father's cigars. Smoking that good stuff. Well, yeah, see, man. you know, if, if Rogan's got his thing, you got to get Bobby something from Pete, you know? Well, if you watch, <laughs> thing, I, I'll, I'll hopefully people have seen it by now. I know quite a few have seen it. He was just on so, a podcast with him, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. He was just on. You guys I just saw they it. Just dropped, they, they just dropped it last oh. Sunday. So if you watch the whole thing near the end, Pete brought him a gift. And what he brought him was his two favorite cigars, J21 and um, Grand Cojonu. And they were customized boxes with Bobby's logos on the boxes. Nice. So Sweet. he gave him two sets of everything. And uh, Bobby was just kind of blown away. And, and it's, you know, again, again, appreciative. And I appreciate Pete taking the time to fly up here to do this. Because I said, no, you need to do this with Bobby, man. It's really good. Like everything kind of fell into place that Wednesday of like Labor Day weekend, you know, Labor Day week. And I was like, okay, listen, come up Wednesday. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Okay. And then we're going to go here. We're going to go see Bobby at night. Then we're going to go do the podcast. Then we're going to go hang out and just like relax and smoke and bullshit. And two and a half hours they talked. And they posted almost the whole thing. Isn't that kind of how it seems to be, though, when you do this kind of stuff? You you think you're going to come on for like, you know, 45 minutes to an hour Mm -hmm. and 15 minutes. The next thing you know, three hours go by. I mean, especially when you get those big giants in a room. These Mm -hmm. guys talk forever. Look at Joe Rogan. You know, you watch an episode of the Joe Rogan experience, and and it's just like you're mind blown at at like, wow, I didn't even know these people had three hours of time in their lives. I mean, it's -hmm. it's pretty amazing. And then you get to learn a lot. You learn so much more about these people just through like these interviews than, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe just sitting around. Yeah, I don't know. Right. Yeah. Well, because when you're when you're at a shop, you have a finite amount of time where, you know, on the podcast, you can go long form, cut it, do whatever you want to do. But I think when you're at a shop, you're trying to give your time to everyone. So people want to talk to Pete. They want to get a picture. They want to get something signed, you know, things like that. You want to have a little bit of a conversation with them, you know, maybe ask them that question that's been burning in your head that maybe if you Googled, you'd find the answer. But (laughs) some people want to hear it from him because they can say, no, no, Pete told me that it was, you know, and I get it. You know, it's like anything else. I, I've never been one to be, um, I'll say, starstruck, in a sense, with any celebrities, you know, out there. And I remember early on, somebody's like, hey, how come there wasn't a lot of pictures? You know, like, there's no pictures with you and Pete. I'm like, because I knew him and I didn't really need to prove to anybody that I knew him. That was basically, you know, you know, sometimes like with Bobby, we'll do it just because it's fun. Like, I want to do it. Like, hey, let's take a picture. You know, we're in the at the dojo of comedy, you know, where he was doing a show and it was like under this great red light. And, you know, we take a picture and post it and, and whatever, but it's not a matter of, Hey, look who I know. Who do you think the coolest guy you ever smoked a cigar with aside from Pete? Cause I know you, I know. I no. feel like you would say Pete. No, I mean, really, because there's so much about him that I know. And there's so much about him. I don't know. Like there's so many stories that still come out every once in a while. The the let's the go Brett, more A list celebrity household uh, name. We all know Pete. We all respect yeah. Pete. We all like Pete. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm talking about not everybody. Not everybody knows Pete. But right. like I'm talking about like you smoked a cigar with a guy. Like if you went and you told the story, everyone would be like, "Holy shit, that is right." That's fucking crazy. Well, I mean, the fact that I got a picture with President Clinton 
and he said to me, tell me about your cigars. And <laughs> I told him about the cigars. That was pretty good. Was like, Thank you. And, <laughs> and it was I, just the whole lead up was, was the big man's here. I'm like, like, who's the big, like, what are you talking about? The, 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 the go, biggest yeah. man, the biggest man, <laughs> the biggest man. I'm like, the, dude, the big, like the big. And then I look in the back and I go, holy shit, President Clinton's sitting back there. The ruler of the and free like, world. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, can I get a picture? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, is it okay to like put my, like, I didn't know if I should touch him and not <laughs> put my arm around him. And I was like, all right. But you know, uh, but he was sitting there smoking and just, you know, chilling with everybody there. And it was, it was kind of surreal. I remember I called my mom and I go, who's the biggest person you think I could have smoked a cigar with? And she like named somebody like a, like a, you know, maybe an actor or something. And I went, uh, president Clinton. And she went, really? And I said, yeah, I said, that's the biggest name I've met because of cigars, because of the association just happened to be working for Tatawai at a shop that carried the product that happened to have president Clinton there. It's funny. You bring that up about like, uh, Oh, am I allowed to touch him? Should I touch him? Uh, yeah. have you ever seen the picture? Uh, maybe it's like a, it, it's a video. It's, uh, it's Keanu Reeves. No, no. Oh. Vladimir Putin meeting mm-hmm. Conor McGregor. Oh, when he's, he puts his arm swear. around him, puts, mm-hmm. puts almost like in a headlock and throws the fist up mm-hmm. and like his bodyguard mm-hmm. stepped up and, and they were like, no, 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 no. And he goes, Oh my bad. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And he goes <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's something to be aware of. Almost died. He literally him. almost died. Dude, his Secret Service detail is standing there, I, and you could identify a couple. There was one guy in in in, in plain clothes. I could, I didn't even know he was part of the the detail. I was like, oh shit, you know. Yeah. I was like, okay, like there was one guy that was kind of the sleeper that was there, but but again, that's what I asked him, and I think I ended up not just standing next to him. I had my other hand. I didn't know where to put it, so it was kind of like up here, and <laughs> and he stood for the photo, and I didn't care. The light wasn't great, but I'm like, I, you could tell it's him. Yeah, doesn't and matter. Like, that's it. I just I just wanted it. See, you know, doesn't pictures, matter when you're with the, it didn't happen. The when pro- you're with the leader of the free world, doesn't matter gonna, how you pose or how you look. Yeah, I'm just gonna say this. Like, I regardless of whatever president it is, like if I got to take a photo with the president, like you respect mm-hmm. that office. Like of you course. can be, you know, not a fan, a fan, whatever. Like, We've had this oh, conversation. Yeah. You don't have to like the president, right? Respect, respect no, the but I, you, if you have an opportunity office. to shake his hand, of take course. a picture with him. There's no 100%. one that wouldn't take that opportunity. No. Yeah. Wouldn't care yeah. if my eyes I, were closed. I, I'd probably post it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I would, yeah. too. It's like, why, why is one of your eyes closed? I don't know. Because they took the one. Yeah. Hey, listen, it was the a one pick. and done. <laughs> yeah. You know, that was it. You know, I think I got two, and they were both okay. And like I said, the light was above us, and it was shining kind of weird. And my eyes looked like now, where because yeah. the light's above me, not facing me. I don't have my ring light to, you know, get this going right. And so it was one of those things where I was like, okay, but to sit down kind of as a, like a, like I would love, I would love to sit with, with Bert and Bill Burr. Oh, Bill, Bill Burr, Burr is so awesome. funny. Bill Burr. Like I would love to sit with like Bert, Bill Burr and, and Bobby, because Bobby's such good friends with Bert and Burr. And he, Burr used to live with Bobby in the city when he was coming up. So like those guys, I would love to sit with the three of them and just watch them go and just not even interject, just kind of like be in that moment with them and just go, let's see what happens next now when they start going. And it's, you know, I sat with, I sat with, uh, he doesn't smoke cigars, but I've gotten hung out with, when you talk about A-list, who I've uh, been able to uh, 
hang out with is uh, David Bryan from uh, Bon Jovi. No shit. There you go. So Bobby's cool. old producer was his daughter, uh, Gabby, and they came to a show in Jersey because David Bryan lives in Jersey with his wife. And turns out his wife and I kind of one degree of separation. There goes She's looking at me. I'm looking at her. I'm like, yeah, we kind of look, you know, like you look for me. She goes, did you ever work as a bouncer at a couple or did you go to this bar? And I'm like, I used to bounce here and there. And she goes, that's where I know you're from. And I said, yeah, I used to have hair, but, you know, the beard was darker. <laughs> and she went, that's. And so, like, David's looking like, so, you, like, you kind of know the guy. I'm like, yeah, like, I remember him from, like, 25 years ago. You and so. Gio are both bouncers. I think that's fucking hilarious. Hey, man. Imagine yeah. you two, wrecking crew. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's you gotta it. do my, my, Did Bill my, Clinton uh, smoke my... a tatuaje? He was smoking something else, but I gifted him Latelier because he smokes more mild medium. Okay. Okay. But he was smoking while he was there, and everybody was kind of like he was holding court. But it was really more of a give and take, you know. People are this Latelier is sit. fantastic, Mo. <laughs> it's, yeah. Tell me, it's a Nicaraguan cigar, yes, Sankey <laughs> Spiritus wrapper. <laughs> I hope I hope he brought out the saxophone. <laughs> a little smooth jazz for the for little the smooth lounge. jazz, exactly. No, oh, no. but he was, but yeah, but it was a again one of those surreal the the amount of famous people uh i've met and been around rudy giuliani because of the grand havana room he was always there uh al sharpton whether you like him or not uh i've met al sharpton he was he's a cigar guy he is a cigar guy big cigar guy so is rudy so is rudy giuliani so uh, you know uh, is a, a big cigar guy and um you know he would be at the at the grand havana room uh dan quayle was there one night when we were there the old you know, VP from back in the day. Nice. It's it's funny um, when I met Al Sharpton. Uh, probably wasn't thrilled because I was in uniform. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a big cop guy, but mm-hmm. uh, his uh, security detail fucking loved me because they were <laughs> mm-hmm. all smoking cigars and I was just shooting the shit with them. And I was like, "What are you guys smoking? You know, mm-hmm. like, do you guys ever smoke this, that? Follow the podcast? No, no, and, <laughs> yeah, yeah." And, and then they're fucking. They're talking to me. The one security guard gives me a cigar. I'm like, oh, this is hilarious, man. And then Al comes yeah. up. He's smoking a cigar. I said hello to him. And he said, hey, how are you? But he wasn't very thrilled. But yeah. but his whole security detail was like they were loving me. It was it was kind yeah. of funny. Yeah. yeah. Cigars well, can bring I mean, people from... together, man, no matter what yeah. walk of life you come from. That's what I said. Cigars are the great equalizer. We've talked about it before. It's 100%. I, I, I live by and, and you just know. It's the truth because it doesn't matter what you do. You could be a first responder, military. Uh, you could be a, a sanitation worker. You could you could do any construction worker. And then you have like a heart surgeon. And they're all sitting around and they might just go, what are you smoking? Oh, yeah. No, I never had that before. What are you smoking? Oh, shit. That's cool. You know, and it's it's one of those things. I was lucky enough to be, as I said, I, was, I wasn't starstruck when I was younger because I drove limos for a comedy uh, uh, uh uh, a comedy club in Jersey. So I would get to drive some of these guys and some of these guys no longer with us. Some of them are still around, but it was kind of interesting because they would hire me because I, you know, a, I drove limos and B they knew they had kind of built in security at the time. So <laughs> I'd watch out, make sure everything was good. You know, they were like, Oh yeah, no, let him work tonight. Okay, fine. All right. So Mo, here's another one for you. What is what should all the Tatuaje fans and anyone else who's a fan of cigars, what should they be expecting from Tatuaje at the end of the year 
or looking forward into 2024? Any new releases, uh, drops, or anything like that? Something might sneak out before the end of the year. I don't know. That's always Pete's thing. I mean, the, the running joke is, when's the 20th anniversary coming out? When's the when's the when's when's your birthday cigar coming out? I mean, Pete's going to be 53 this year, and it still hasn't come out. Oh, man. So, I, I've heard, I I've smoking, heard that was, there might be something really in the works. Yeah, there might be something coming. Um, then the beginning of next year, uh, it's gonna. The next year is gonna be a little different because the trade show is in March. Yeah, five months so away, five of, short months yeah, away. So, right. So you kind guys... of you know it, it pushes the schedule up a little bit, but we still are on target for TAA to come out. I believe in January, as far as I know. I haven't heard otherwise, and the same with the PCA um, exclusive. The so, PCA yeah. for 2022 was one of my favorite cigars. Like I, oh, they, I uh, Sumatra, yeah, yeah, I like that. So obviously, like we like to smoke the LEs, you know, it's part of our mm-hmm. little, you know thing here. I actually like the PCA better than the TAA personally. That mm-hmm. was my thing. Like, and the TAA was really good. Well, it was a broadleaf this year? Yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, what would yeah, the- I mean, uh, and obviously we have the Wolf Redux coming next year. Yep. As well, I'm sure there'll be some other stuff because there's always something that he's going to show at the show. Only thing I wonder now, and which I I don't know, uh, and I don't have an answer for you, is that. Uh, or information for you is that if the show's in March, do we still do the, you know, is there going to be something that's going to come out at like right after the show? Cause usually we start to ship. So we show Tuxla in Bel and, and, and Bon Chasseur, and then it shipped like a couple weeks later. Yeah. So I don't know if that's going to be the same with the scheduling or it's going to be different now where it might ship two months later yeah. because regardless, sometimes those lean, January through March are a little bit leaner. You know, everybody's dialed back a little bit because Christmas just happened. If we're in the Northeast, I mean, I know it doesn't affect, you know, Southern, you know, U.S., Texas. Personally, California. I mm-hmm. fucking love that the show is going to be in March because Buffalo yeah. is cold. I can't right. wait to go to some nice weather. In July, mm-hmm. man, yeah. I know that I'm leaving our good weather to go to like, all right, you yeah. have to stay indoors at all times or you might die. Yeah. yeah. I went out twice. The, I didn't leave the hotel. I didn't leave the Palazzo one time. No, we did or Venetian. We did once for dinner. Yes, we did. Yeah. We left for dinner. We yes, went, we, we went out twice for dinner, and I remember once. I think it was the year before. That was it. I don't. You know, it's it's 115 degrees outside. Can't even go outside. outside. No, but, it's like 99 at but night in March. Mm-hmm. You're probably able to go outside and enjoy the weather oh, a little yeah. bit. It's going to be mm-hmm. pretty nice. So I'm actually looking forward to that. And, you know, rumor has it it's going to be maybe in New Orleans the following year. So, yeah, that's what they're saying. They're saying it's supposed to be 2025. I would love that. I would yeah, love I've that. Been there, I've been there twice for shows, and uh, but they were in the summer, and it was just horrible. Like one year was right before Katrina hit. Mm-hmm. And then the other man. year was after. Yeah, it was a few years later, and then we went back. Uh, it was my first year with Tatuaje. It was 2015. That was that was the first year that I was in New Orleans with Tat working. And uh, I remember I got there, and they were already at dinner because my flight was delayed. I had a connection, and I like just come to dinner, and I'm like, no, nah, I'm already at the hotel. I just you know drop like just drop your bag off at the. You know, because we have your keys, so you can't even get up to the room. So just I'm like, <laughs> all right. So then I walked over to the to the restaurant, and um, you know, then I had dinner with them, and then we went to smoke. And when you wanted to smoke at night, if you weren't going to the one shop that was right on Canal Street, 
outside they had a setup at the at the hotel with misters because it was so humid it was just unbearably humid to stand outside and try to even enjoy a cigar yeah i mean regardless it's it's going to be march in buffalo dude the the weather humid hot it doesn't matter it's going to be better than buffalo in march oh yeah yeah oh no i it's it's probably going to be better than here i mean because here mm -hmm. we could still have some you know a bit of winter going on as well and i think it's the uh i want to say it's like the third week of march if i'm not mistaken yeah Yeah. looking forward to it um yeah yeah, definitely that being said mo i just Mm want to thank you again for coming on Talking oh, a little about pleasure, the guys. face. I appreciate it. Coming yeah. on, uh, you know, talking a little monster series, talking about, mm-hmm. you know, famous comedians and how, yeah. how great uh, Bill Clinton is. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. I wish we could be no, here while it. you're in town in two weeks, but uh, yeah. you know, prior well, engagements. Guys, and hopefully, no, nah, it's all right. I understand it's, it's Halloween weekend and you guys are doing your thing. Enjoy the bourbon trail. And uh, hopefully the next time I'm up, which will be probably after the winter, uh, we'll get together. I'm still waiting to get that pizza that you told me. We about. do oh, we owe. We, we, we got we'll Macy's place. We owe. We owe him. Yes. So yeah. we'll still. I'm shameless still waiting for plug. The pizza. Shameless plug. But yes, shameless. Listen, I, I not not uh, not endorsed at all. But listen, if you want to send pizzas, send pizzas. <laughs> you said, um, Mo, in the beginning, you said there was a little something you wanted to uh, unveil, or you had a little surprise. I w- didn't know if we talked. No, about I showed it. you guys. I showed you guys. Oh, okay. the point. That was it. Uh, it was oh, okay. I wasn't sure. So it was something else. Here's the. If you want to see the band, uh, there's the band on the NFT. Oh, yeah. There we go. And it, I think it's got a little, uh, hold on, i got to get my glasses because I can't see anything that small. I <laughs> believe, yes, there's a hologram. Oh, let me get to the, here's the camera. There you go. So there's a little hologram on the bottom. There you go. And uh, it's just, it's a beautiful black anarchy, you know, that whole thing. This is Princeton Mo. A- <laughs> in case you didn't know, this is Princeton Mo. And this is and this so is my studious. and this is my uh, this is my shameless plug for my friend uh, Nikos. He makes some amazing leather goods. Oh, oh that's right. dope! It's that's got the anarchy sweet. patch on that. Yeah, because the anarchy patch is kind of open like to everybody. It's like I guess it's a uh, public domain, so it's not. But as long as you don't have the cigar thing on it, so he didn't do it. So this was kind of a prototype he was working on, and um, I usually end up with the prototypes. But he does a lot of stuff for me. He does a lot of um, what's that fit like a zycar? Yeah, it's got the it's the Zycar XI, so I use. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's the Zycar Saints, there, and it's perfect. Perfect. Uh, the Saints and Sinners one. Yeah. I might reach out to you about having one of those made. I don't know if he does that yeah. kind of stuff, but I that would. Oh be, yeah, absolutely. I would love to do yeah, something no, like that. Yeah, I'll put you in touch with him and absolutely he does custom stuff, embossing, laser cool. engraving. He's really, really good. Damn, maybe I get a little down to herf one made. Hey. There you yeah. go. Yeah, that'd absolutely. be kind of cool. Just reach out to him, tell him that I'll, I sent you, but I'll put you guys in touch. And uh, yeah, he's he's great. He's a local guy here in Jersey. Uh, works part time at uh, at Main Street as well, and just uh, great and very creative, like just and meticulous with what he does. Like the reason he gave me this prototype was because, you know, it's not quite up to his standards. Hmm. So he's like, here, you get the here, you get the. I'm like, oh shit, I'll take the prototype. I don't care. Yeah, it's gonna yeah, be great yeah, leather work for me. <laughs> Perfect, man. Yes. One of one. Yeah, yeah. Well, we appreciate you exactly. coming on, Mo, and. Uh... No, Listen, it's my pleasure, guys. Thank we, you so I look much. forward I to, uh, you. to talking to you again soon. Absolutely. All right, brother. Thank you for coming on. See you guys. Thank you, Mo. Yeah, my See pleasure. You, dude. Take See care. Ya. See you guys. Awesome. Guys, what are you guys thinking of the of the face? 
Dude, it was uh it's my third one I've smoked. It is uh man, stayed consistent every time I smoked it, so e- easy enough for me. Yeah? yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Right. I it smoked even better the second time. I love this cigar, man. Even even the original is super good. The blend on this thing is fantastic. Uh, yeah. Caleb, you good with a review? I am. I'm good to go. Good. While you're doing yours, I will do mine. All right. So uh, appearance taken in the box as well. Uh, noted that I also bought a box of this. Um, Ooh. And it had, first time for everything, ladies and gents. It had that paint thinner <laughs> uh, smell to it too, so I like the fresh of, freshness of that. Uh, I gave it an eight and a half for the appearance. It didn't really have paint thinner, guys. <laughs> I know, but it had that smell to it. Um, Don't say that. That's that's actually like a bad thing. That's like a horrible. Horrible, horrible, horrible oh, thing to I say. I don't care. Like, I enjoyed the smell of it. Like, I just was sniffing you, you, it. What you, you, the you, fuck are you talking about? Like, guys, this is just, what you expect from me. Yes, one hundred percent, guys. Cigars should not ever smell like paint. Thinner. No, no, no. The cigar, the cigars didn't. The box did. That's even worse. I, <laughs> like, I must have got a fresh. There's yet. actually like a controversy about this with various cigar. Well, companies. I guess I got a fresh box. I don't know. No, it just it, that's br- just Caleb. <laughs> I'll bring it here for you to smell. Continuing on with the Go review, um, Burn, I gave it an eight and a half. It didn't really, uh, you know, didn't leave a mess or anything at all. Uh, burned consistently all the way through. Uh, construction really held up. Uh, nice ash here on this thing. It ash when you needed it to. You had to tap it. Uh, constructed very well, nine and a half. Uh, draw, I went with the straight cut. Gave it a nine as well. And overall enjoyment for the cigar, smoking it with Mo. Uh, nine and a half, which leads me to an overall score of a 45 times it by two. You get a 90. Um, again, additional notes that I had awesome box, a little bit of a closed foot there. Um, and I had a dark chocolatey smell on my, uh, cold draws. Uh, it got very peppery at the end, but man, this is a big stick, very smoky stick. And it, uh, every time I smoked it consistent smoke. So a 90 is a very deserving grade on the cigar. Perfect. Uh, I'll get into mine. Uh, the appearance, as far as the cigar itself, uh, they changed up the band a little bit. I like that they added the monster on there, uh, the word monster on the band. Uh, the box, I think this might actually be the best box that they've done so far. So I gave this a nine for the appearance. Uh, they went with the, it's like the brown paper on the wrapping and the inside of the box. Oh, uh, like a- they, they stuck true to the, the original. So like uh, almost like a butcher paper almost is what it looked like. Kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. 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 Uh, the burn, I gave it a nine. This thing burns phenomenally. Uh, oh, I mean, it's dude, there's nothing or for this big ass cigar. I mean, it's it's pretty impressive that this thing can burn as even as it does uh, construction. I've mentioned this. Maybe twice once on air. I gave the construction on this a 10. Uh, dude, this thing, if you don't ash it. It will not ash. It is just constructed that well. The draw, I gave it a nine. A uh, lot of smoke for this thing being such a big-ass cigar. Uh, bringing my overall enjoyment, obviously, we had Mo on to talk a little bit about it and uh, you know, talk Tatuaje with us on Friday the 13th. That's a 9.5, bringing me to a 46.593 overall. Uh, I really, really like this cigar. Uh, some notes on it. It being a Mexican San Andreas wrapper, I always get like, Dark cocoa, like uh, Caleb mentioned. Um, I get like coffee notes, like black coffee. Uh, at first, it's kind of peppery. Uh, you touched on the closed foot. So like during the first couple puffs, you will get a little bit of pepper, but it does mellow out. And, and I mean, it's a pretty strong cigar. Uh, 
If you can, I'd recommend getting a box. Yes, I agree. Yes, Caleb would agree, <laughs> agree. as I a agree. man who got his first box ever. Uh, but yeah, I would definitely at least try to pick a couple up if you can. So, Gio, how'd you do, bud? All right, I just actually finished mine up while you're going that. Uh, I'll get right into it. Face, Redux. Appearance, I gave it a 9.5. I'll be honest with you, it probably would have got a 10 if it had that little extra, um, the broadleaf for the two-tone for it. Because it would have just gave it like a little bit of a update of the old, but still keeping, you know what I'm saying? Bringing back a little nostalgia. Yeah, I think that was one of my favorite features of the original, just looking at it. Because it's just not something you see. It was almost like... A, it captured the essence of, you know, Leatherface, which it was inspired by. And, like, just doing that alone is very, very impressive. Like, it's almost like a crude barber pole. If, uh, that would how I would describe it. But Burn, 8.5. Very even thing. Touched it up maybe twice throughout this entire thing. And that's one with a thicker ring gauge like this. Very impressive, considering... We're focusing more on conversation than we are the cigar itself. Uh, construction. I gave this bad boy a nine and a half. I don't think I can say anything more than you guys have said already. I'm not wearing anything here, you know. I got some light gray sweats on here, so Ash would very stand out on them now. Sweatpants season. Yeah. It's fall, baby. Sweatpants season. The ladies love it. <laughs> <laughs> Looking out for you guys. Oh, Caleb. Our sisters of the leaf. <laughs> <laughs> we're the show for you draw i gave it an 8.5 i went with a v cut uh when i first smoked this i did a straight cut so i wanted to try something different because certain cigars obviously lend themselves better to different cuts this thing is seeming like it's cut universal like it doesn't matter whether you punch straight cut v i straight cut mine it's perfect yeah like i didn't have any different experience than you guys in that regard uh, enjoyment. I gave it a nine getting to talk with Mo. Always a pleasure to have that guy on. Got some nice little insights and even beyond tat, like, you know, sometimes talking the intricacies of cigar can get, you know, mundane, but you know, we got a guy who's obviously, you know, traveled, cultured, met a lot of cool people. So it brought that to there. That gave me a 45, bringing me to a 90. Perfect. Caleb, how'd we do buddy? All right, let me just add in Gio's total. All right, our overall score, 91 for the face. The face scores a 91. Perfect. Great cigar. Yeah. I uh, I was very excited for this to come back out. So I, man, I, I think this is probably my most hyped one. Uh, there's only one I think I'm looking forward to more than this. Jason. See, we didn't I didn't get to say it. Like my favorite monster was the wolf. Like mm. I remember when we smoked got our chance to smoke those. I really enjoyed that. And I think that when that redux comes out, I'll definitely geek out a little bit more on that. Just because I'm excited to see the new spin he puts on it. Hope he keeps the uh fuzzy foot. If I'm you will. sure he will. I feel like it's a little bit easier to do that than it is to, you know, throw in some broadleaf, so that being said, Caleb, many closing notes of the episode. All Obviously, right. this was a good one. 
All right, guys, just uh, thank you for all the following, the support. Just make sure you guys keep that up on the Instagram, the Facebook, the YouTube. Make sure you get those subscribers and likes up in the comments. We always enjoy hearing from you guys. Uh, make sure you're following them all. Check out the TikTok as well. And if I missed anything, Jerry, get at it. Uh, if you're listening to us audio only, make sure you're listening to us on a Cigar Hustler Podcast Network, the number one cigar podcast shows on Podbean. Um yeah, check us out there, and we love fucking, we love all of our supporters, we love all our listeners, so, Gio, anything? Smoke them if you got them, guys, and then, you know, like everyone else said, make sure you're giving us a follow, subscribing to us on the YouTube, we're still getting them followers up here, we're working, guys, you know, we appreciate your support. That being said, we'll see you guys next Wednesday. Peace. Adios. The Down to Herf Podcast, its owners and sponsors take no responsibility for the opinions or statements made by the talk show hosts or their guests. Statements or show topics are not necessarily the beliefs of Mike and Mike Productions or the podcast providers, and opinions between talk show hosts may differ. It's not our intention to libel, incite, or hurt anyone's feelings. We invite you to write the show's host, Jerry Lewandowski, with any feedback or suggestions you have for their show. These broadcasts are presented and made public as entertainment in the hopes that they will be entertaining to the audience.